Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. <laughs> Welcome to episode 202 of the After Lodge Podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan, sleepless, sunburnt. I don't think I'm hungover anymore, but uh, joined by my brothers in arms who are likewise sleepless, sunburnt, and maybe still hungover. Worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. My, I, I'm no longer sunburnt. My, my burnt skin has all peeled off. My liver has recovered, I would say nicely, but maybe just moderately. <laughs> Yeah, I've got some sleep, too. Oh, that would be nice. My, uh... Children and work. Yeah. Uh, also, we have Tony in a sleeping mask for some reason. Oh, because it's 840 and he went uh, an hour ago. Yes. Tony? I'm in Congrego. No Don't call me Tony. Totally call me Wilson. Call me Wilson. I'm incognito today. That's why I'm wearing the mask. <coughs> Do you want to explain this deceit, or is that just going to be up to our listeners' imagination? Yeah, y'all can go. So, y'all go ahead and start with some topics or something. <laughs> nope, that's my there's, personal problem. There's no <laughs> topics. In fact, we're just uh, announcing the. Oh, I forgot to introduce Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Sitting there, you know, being all quiet. Uh, we've decided to change the name of the podcast officially to the After Fair Podcast. Uh, well, the reason I'm wearing a mask is... <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Man, I'm just joking. There's John. My Gentlemen. lost brother uh, from... Western Pennsylvania. Well, you know, Minnesota, because I don't have the big rank anymore. Oh, right. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, damn. 
we missed you at our fairs, brother. You didn't, uh, you know, you didn't come drink with us. Yeah, over here and, on the sunny side of Pennsylvania. I, and I was hoping to uh, be able to do that with you guys, like say August ish, when there's a big grand encampment thing going on in Indiana. But I don't have to go anymore. So the keyword uh, there was "have to go." Yes, I don't have to anymore. But you, you can't could you go. You can still come if you want to, though, right? Exactly. Why would I want to go to Indiana? That is a no really offense. good question. <laughs> I'm just drive I, drive I, a few more I, hours east to and, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. You just you you go. I didn't say you had to stop in Indiana. You just you go. You just keep uh, you on going. Uh, you your your logic is sound. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could crash it, right? We could uh, we could go with you, and I'll just show up in Indiana and just get plastered, and you know, embarrass everyone. I like it. Only if Tony's in, though. Uh, uh, this is Wilson. Tony's not here today. I'm yeah. incognito. <laughs> you missed the whole first part where I explained why I'm wearing the Tony mask. who? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, actually, you never explained. Go on up. I'll, I'll spill the beans, Tony. Um, as you know, Tony is is running to be our parish mayor uh, here in Pennsylvania, and uh, his political opponent uh, caught caught wind of our show, so um, now he's incognito. That way, they won't know it's me. Yeah, they can't take <laughs> clips from the. That's show. Tony. That's why you should vote for him. He and... he always assumes the best in our constituents. In a mask, nobody will know it was actually me. That's uh, this is a (laughs) conspiracy. You need to be doing the glasses Clark Kent route, I think. Is that's what I do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I take these glasses off, I'm well, then I'm blind. (laughs) I've read an an article on uh, the Today I Learned subreddit one time that apparently some university actually studied it and proved that uh there there's an actual science behind why people wouldn't have believed that clark kent was superman it's kind of weird because the glasses he didn't wear sunglasses or sunglasses glasses had something it, yeah but there was like also, everybody jokes about oh come on he took glasses off oh that's such a disguise and um it, it was according to that article it's it was there there's a a reason oh. behind it. I hate when people oh, defend apparently. Superman. Superman is the worst superhero that's ever been made. Word. Yes, he is. No, he's a absolutely American superhero. He was unbeatable and invincible, and you know, red and blue. Hello, Yellow future secretary. <laughs> Hello, this is uh, this is our future secretary. You will all address him as such. Notice that we have the same mannerisms as I observe every day, and it's quite frightening. I, I, yeah, the drooling thing is definitely uh, yes. so easy to blink. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was more frequently the, chewing on your fingers in Lodge, too. That's a Yeah, but mostly I was referring to the disapproving. Scream, shit your pants. Yeah, <laughs> uh... All right. You know, I was just when I was thinking, we haven't done a show in so long, and how much I've missed you guys, and then... Uh, <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get for thinking that way. Hmm. 
Well, we kept trying to organize a show during the fairs, but uh, they they were a week apart, and they were they were both, especially the what used to be the smaller one, uh, went off the chain on us. Oh, and by off the chain, I mean like way beyond anything we were capable of handling. And <laughs> wow. you may have seen on Facebook, uh, John. If not, I'll I'll have to Bruce or somebody can send. <clears throat> it. The band took a picture from the stage on Saturday night, and it was a wall of humanity. Like it's a good picture. Our town has never seen for anything. Was ever. this the the ACDC cover band or whatever the yes. heck it was? Or yes. Yes. wow. It was, we knew it was going to be, you know, like a big show. What we didn't know was like our emergency team who was handling the parking was going to be quickly overwhelmed and there would just be a nonstop stream of traffic the whole night coming in from two streets and they just kept coming and coming. And uh, I saw something I've never seen in my life before. Uh, I was walking by to relieve one of our fellow crafts who was guarding a, a, a gate and I saw our beer guy, and he was running. The guy doesn't run. So I immediately thought, <laughs> something's about to blow up, so I should run too. And so I'm running beside him, and I'm like, hey, man, where are you going? And he says, I got to get more beer, and just keeps, keeps on going. So we sold out of beer like twice times at least. Yeah, three times. Wow. Um, and then Bruce went to get a corn dog, and there's like no ketchup. At the end of the night, oh, that was a disaster. They ran out of ketchup, cold fries that were in a drink cup because they were out of like you know the fry things. Like the whole place was just cleaned out. So then the night's over, and we kind of wink at the the beer guy, like you're gonna leave the trailer open for us. And he's y'all make up, make sure you lock up before you leave. And of course, you open the beer trailer, and it there's like an empty box, and that's it. All the kegs were empty. The jungle juice is gone. Uh, we were cleaned out of everything. Uh, Holy that's not an Jesus! That's that's not an exaggeration. It was truly there oh. was not a beer left. I mean, not not just at not just at the fair, but anywhere in the entire city on Monday morning. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the photo. Yeah, there. You're probably not lying. Uh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's we. We were not prepared I wish I was there. for that. Um, I think it was the whole town. Well, it was more than the whole town. And a few I mean, more. There was, there was one lady that came from like three states away. So Yeah, but when you're out east, that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> Settle yeah. down. Yeah. So um came three states away from where we really are. And I can't say where she came from because that's going to mess up my whole joke. Um, anyway... <laughs> It was a big night. She drove in from Wyoming. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> so by the by the end of the night, we were we were all just completely beat and um we didn't get the chance. All right, let me say goodnight to my boy. We didn't get the chance to do a show because stuff just started flying off the chain early in the day. There were people showing up and camping out out there and John, were you seeing that picture? Like when the event opened at four, mm. <laughs> the show started at nine. And considering that we had no opening act, or seven o'clock. Holy God! The the lead you singer are... went on and did an acoustic set at eight. He hadn't even gone on and done that set before when we sold out the first time. 
Yeah, we actually ran out of beer before the band even came yeah. on stage. <laughs> That's how many people were there. Waiting. Yeah, and and we're not talking about like you know a few cases of beer that somebody picked up at Walmart. Like this guy brings in like a trailer That's full a of beer. beer trailer. Yep. Right. Uh, like a big refrigerator trailer. Good lord. Are you gonna say hello? That to you, you boys out east. That's impressive. I, uh... Yeah. So uh, we thought about um, putting that in um, in the uh, the local Masonic publication and being like, "Our lodge threw a party. How was your fish fry?" <laughs> Christ, you should send that in for the Scottish Rites annual <laughs> or uh, monthly mag. Yeah, we might. Uh, I don't want to give the, the Scottish Rite an idea though. They have the money to just book this band for some concert at the Scottish Rite Hall. Um, this, this, these, this group wasn't, so part of why I was so grumpy before the fair is this group costs somewhere between five to 10 times what we normally pay for a band. Um, turns out it was worth the money, I guess, but um, I was panicked about how are we going to pay for this? Like the social club's going to collapse and they're all going to blame me. Um, we're going to pay for it by getting the whole town drunk. Yeah, it worked. Um, so yes and and it was a short show so they were done at like 11 30 so you didn't have neighbors calling at midnight when the noise ordinance kicks in because well, the thing is like, oh, there were still a couple of comments on facebook about it being too loud well yeah it was very loud our sound guy brought out a different setup for saturday than he normally has you can kind of see in the corner of that picture john the big uh set of speakers hanging well, that was only the the top ones. They're like subwoofers all across the front of the stage, like giant <laughs> speaker cabinets. I don't know how those people were standing in right there that close without getting like blown over. Oh, and so, there's a I cannon. I, I forgot say, about the cannon. There's a four inch gun. Yeah. Yes, there is a cannon that they used during the during the show. That was fun. Yeah, we're talking pyrotechnics though. Oh, nine yards. Yeah. And you can kind of see were standing that close to the front of the cannon during the show. Nah. <laughs> uh, that kid actually if you look in the first row yeah the leftmost person in the gray t-shirt is my girlfriend's youngest son he was oh, standing like oh, literally right in front of the cannon wow and you can see was kind of in the back uh that row of porta potties there on the left hand side yeah oh yeah so if you count them there are five of them <laughs> so, that's not enough no um no, it wasn't. <laughs> right right before the show really got going tony comes and gets me and um we had a class a emergency yeah harlan we got an emergency i need your help and then we run into city hall and we like raid their supply closet for toilet paper and we come back and there's this just non-stop line of people by those porta pots and um, we had to change out the toilet paper, which is one of the nastiest things I've, I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, why, why do people throw stuff like in the urinal in those things? And then it just hammered up and then people keep peeing in it. And then you just got like a hammered. pee in every one hammered. Didn't you, um, say you opened one up and a dude just like fell out. Oh yeah. yeah there was a drunk guy that <laughs> fell out in one of them. He was coming out, so I went to open the door because he looked like he was struggling. You know, he just had the door cracked and he's moving real slow. Because I had to replace the toilet paper, and there's a big line, and people are anxious. So I opened the door, and he just like fell out. 
outpours Tippy McStagger. Yes. Uh, hey, the the best thing about it was that I picked up close to two hundred votes that night. Did Tony like stands up with two rows? You of better have raised above his head, and he's like, "I'm Tony. Vote for me. I got you toilet paper." And like the crowd just went nuts. Yeah, <laughs> you can't exaggerate how much it was. I stood in front of all the porta potties, held them both over my heads, two big rows of toilet paper. My name is Tony. You need to vote for me. I'm the one that got you toilet paper. The crowd <laughs> immediately went wild. I mean, they're cheering yeah, for Tony. <laughs> So yeah, yeah that's, was... that's going on my campaign literature. <laughs> Tony, you would be I've shocked. I got the well ass wipe, I... and my competitor is an ass wipe. Vote for Tony. <laughs> my my, uh, my senior year in high school, the guy who ran for class president and ultimately ended up winning, his platform was, "I'll get you toilet seat covers if you yeah. vote me in," and he, he won toilet seat covers. So yeah, then, he did. The chlamydia diagnoses in your school just like. Went down eighty <laughs> percent. So no, what really sucks is you can't tell your mom, "Mom, I must have got pregnant off the toilet seat." I don't know how this happened. <laughs> didn't use the seat cover. That's what happened. <laughs> Safe pooping. <laughs> what you what you can't see in this picture too is you know this is this is in the middle of our neighborhood. Like there's a big open grounds like where city hall is, but this is surrounded by like houses. Um, residential I, subdivisions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you can't that. see the carnival in the background. Well, you can kind of see, I can some see of something back there. Yeah. But, yeah. Back yeah, there's like the carnival. There was some kids back there, but, and people listening to the concert because they were like outside the fence. There's a fence way back at the back behind those tents uh, before those food trucks with the flags on them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like people on the other side of the fence just kept going. This is our softball field that this was in. So that's uh, crazy. The mayor has already charged me with getting this group to come back, and now I'm back in my oh god, how are we? I thought you were going to say the mayor's already had you charged with disorderly conduct. Oh no, (laughs) mayor was quite happy. Yeah, the mayor entirely supported this. Well, this was all the mayor's idea. Like, I didn't want to do it in the first place. So now he's got the I told you so thing going on. And also, um, you know, this group came in and they, they cut us a deal because the lead singers from our town and he uh, he always wanted to play there, but he can't bring his guys and all his equipment out for free. And anyway, they cut us a deal. Well, now he knows that the crowd was there and the mayor's happy. So he's going to want more money. And our sound guy. <laughs> Supply and demand deals with like these bar bands and brings out stuff for that and handles it. Who now has to address this kind of act? Well, now he wants more money, and our stage wasn't big enough, and they they lived with it, but they won't live with it again. So the stage is going to cost more. Everything's more money now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure you noticed the lead singer afterwards when he was talking to us. He he was like, "So this is the biggest crowd y'all have ever had, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't hide that. Um, I mean, clearly it was because you could just look around and see the the food and beer guy is sold out of everything like hours ago. Right. We have five porta pots and we're parking people illegally on the street, like behind City Hall, because we're out of the giant fields to park cars in. And I think he could just look around and know that we clearly weren't prepared. So that has to have been the biggest crowd ever. Um, cause our guys had like half our lodge had to jump in and do parking. Cause like the emergency response team was 
overwhelmed. And so we've got our lodge guys who were supposed to be at our exhibit, you know, meeting potential masons and carting water around and stuff. We had those guys like out parking cars and then we ended up drafting a fellow craft that showed up and like you put this shirt on. You're going to work. Tell your wife bye. You know, see her later tonight. Put the shirt on. You're uh, saying you're she actually helped us break down. What is it? You're talking about all the great stuff about this event, but you're failing to mention that the Thursday and Friday nights was the biggest monsoon that's ever. Been oh seen yeah, in so town. this is a three day event, <laughs> so, and Thursday and Friday sweet. nothing happened. We got washed out, like just completely washed out. And, and so now we've got this big money paid for this band to come out. If it if it's a third day of this, we just bankrupted our lot, Jimmy. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got lucky. If it had rained Saturday, we would have hosed. Definitely hosed. Um, but it, it, it all worked out and we'll we'll be better prepared, I think, the next time. And uh we're definitely making some hay with this. With that every year. Nearby lodges where we uh just because you know like this is what happens when our lodge throws a party what are you guys doing um and it's already starting to happen because what originally we started a breakfast and we yep. did real well with it and, and everybody you know, else lodge in, in three counties wide is doing a breakfast now and <laughs> Now they're starting to show up at the fairs too. So, oh yeah, we're getting to that with the with the next event that happened the next weekend. So this is all the first weekend. And the other thing that happened is during this concert, I get drunken phone calls from people on my phone. Oh, and I answer them, and I'm like, <laughs> somebody says, "I got your number now, you son of a bitch." I'm like, what? "Who is this?" And I find out it's somebody from my office who doesn't have my cell phone number for a very good reason. Um, <laughs> so, and I work like way out in the East end of town. It's not close to where this event is at all. So these guys had all come down that I work with for this concert. Cause you know, everybody in the near metropolitan area did. And I'm like, where? And then I realized, Oh, Tony. So Tony's up there by the stage and Tony's a big guy. So he's kind of got like a billboard quality going on. He's up by the stage, like he's taking pictures, and you know he's he's working at the event, which is strange, but whatever. Um, now we're all wearing the same T-shirt. Yeah, we all wear these white all of us, shirts. We've got staff shirts. Yeah, they have our social club's logo on the on the breast, and then on the back it says staff and has our sponsor logo on it. And of course, Tony should be wearing one of these shirts. Yes. Tony had a shirt that his wife custom made for him that had our, our little logo on the front and then on the back in big letters it says I'm not the fair director Harlan is and then it has my phone number <laughs> cell phone number um, yeah this is this is real life John Tony wore that shirt like the entire day both days in, in front of the five thousand walking around with with Harlan's actual cell phone number in like size forty eight font on his shirt. <laughs> Uh, Tony, you're my new hero. I swear to God. Yeah, it was great. Uh, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, so my <laughs> colleagues on Monday were heckling me about that because there are more of them at this concert than I thought. Like just random like software engineers who I never talked to. Like, hey, Harlan, I was at your fair. I'm like, what fair? And like, well, somebody's wearing a shirt said you were the boss. I'm like, wait, <laughs> there? yeah. Like half half of this like office building I work in was at this concert. 
and I, I wouldn't have known because you couldn't see people. Um, it was, it was big and we were exhausted. And then when it was over, we said, uh, ah, glad that's over. All right, let's get ready for next weekend. And we went on into, uh, our 4th of July yeah. festival that we do in a different town. Uh, an well, event that Ray. Tony roped us into, uh, we do Ray this big the thing. There's like a, what? Ray did what? I was going to say Ray and some of the other put it up the fence post, the construction fence stuff, mm -hmm. and just took it to the next town. Like true Carney's going from. Oh, yeah. We didn't even put bit. stuff back at the lodge. Like we got a big storage building where we keep all the fair stuff. And as we were packing things up in people's trucks, everybody was like, ah, forget it. I'm just going home. And they just it stayed in their truck till the next weekend when they brought it out to the other fair. Um, and we, we were down at the, the city park in another town. Uh, years back, we started doing this event. There's a different lodge in this town that we do <laughs> this big fireworks festival in. And we tried to get them to do it. We were trying to like hand it to them, and they just didn't want it at the time. So we've been doing it since. And it's a big fireworks show, like not like you know Uncle Bob and Joe, you know, shooting off stuff they bought at the tent at the street corner. This is like the commercial crew that comes in with the electronics and gadgetry and all that, and uh, big fireworks show. And it's also the city fair for that town. Uh, they're combined, so. That's the one where instead of a carnival, uh, we fired the carnival and decided we were going to rent every bouncy house in this part of the country and put them all out there. That's pretty cool. Like it's there's like the little kid ones that you rent for birthday parties, and then there's like the giant zip line and like the water slide that we got a video of our senior warden getting stuck on. But um, <laughs> so we went right into that event the next weekend. Uh, and that event I can only describe as as hell. And by hell, I mean just the temperature. It was oh, yeah. so hot. Uh -huh. So hot. Hey, at least you didn't stand by the flag retirement ceremony for the full no. hour it was going on. No, all, all my daughter gosh. showed up and wanted to go to bouncy houses, so I had to skip <sighs> that part. But Because um, trying to get... A four-year-old girl to stand there and watch some boys burn flags for an hour uh, wasn't really <laughs> going to happen. Not when there are bouncy houses like a hundred feet away. Choice wording there. Choice yeah. wording. Uh, okay. I had the same problem with the newspaper. Please don't say that we had a flag burning. <laughs> we had a flag retirement <laughs> ceremony. Yeah, I had so to correct like, the newspaper before so they printed that we were having a flag burning at this event. There's a there's a kid um there's a kid who who always was at the the first fair we were talking about like he was just a big figure in the community uh he was really involved in in boy scouts and he was trying to get his eagle scout and uh, well he did get his eagle scout and his project because you have to do a project um was this flag retirement thing that we put together or well that he put together that we had at the fair and uh, he put it together and he was just waiting on it to happen. And uh, he'd been suffering from uh, cancer for a while. And uh, so the scout masters went and uh, just kind of advanced his Eagle Scout award because they're like, look, you've done it. You're just kind of waiting on the event to happen. And uh, so they awarded him as Eagle Scout. And then he passed away, what, a few days later? 
Oof. Right. Yeah. So he didn't make it to actually see this. So when we get to the event, um, there were Boy Scouts from probably Texas. all over the country. Like there yeah. were twenty five, I think. I think it was different Boy Scout, Cub Scout, and Venture Scout. They were everywhere. There, uh, there were a couple, uh, of, that, and there were more that weren't even part of the ceremony itself. There were a couple of flag mm-hmm. officers from the Navy there. There was um, wow. There was a bunch of stuff that, uh, like, uh, but so many Boy Scouts, and and they had like all these flags to retire. So this went on for like an hour of them like retiring flags, and. I have I took 143 pictures of that alone, and I didn't start taking pictures until 20 minutes into it because I recorded the first portion of it. And I took it was a picture of every flag. I think I took three pictures. So yeah, yeah. give you a give you a basic number there. It was it was a lot. And he said they've got a couple thousand more that have been donated to be retired. Wow, or a couple hundred more something. It's either thousand or hundred. I'm thinking thousand though. I think uh, Tony mentioned our that that city may be building like a permanent thing there to do flag retirements with as part of this event and other times during the year. Um, that was that was like a really big deal. But most of these scouts weren't there just for the flag retirement. Like I don't think they were coming at first, and then you know when when this kid died, like everybody's like, all right, we're going. So it ended up being mm-hmm. a, a flag retirement slash memorial for this guy. Well, he was also in the junior uh, ROTC. Yep. So you had the ROTC guys. Yep. You had military men out there and all their class A. Oh, and, yeah, and all these was... guys were there. Uh, all these scouts and ROTC kids and the Navy officers and the cops and the people from our city where he's from. They were all there. They had just come from his burial like that afternoon over to the city park for this thing. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was. And they And they had done the parking for the last three hours at that event in 115 degree weather. So it was. Yes, it was something. Mm. Um, but it that event went well. It, it didn't overwhelm us like the first one did because probably because it was just so hot. Like the crowd was way down yeah. from what we're used to out there. Uh, but so out at this event, we, we expect a crowd bigger than what you saw in that picture. This is, this is a countywide thing. It's in this huge park and everybody comes for the fireworks. So it's definitely the bigger of the two. Yeah. 25, 30,000 people is just not, not in any way out of reason to show up at this event. So, but we plan for it there because we know it's coming. We didn't know it was coming at the little event. <laughs> um, so we planned for it and got ready for it. And then it didn't really happen like it normally does. I mean, there were still a ton of people more than by the time the fireworks yeah. went off. We still had a sea of people. But instead of getting there at six or seven o'clock, they all got there at eight o'clock that night. It was just so hot. I think people were just like, "Forget uh-huh. this," <laughs> and and so that one, th- that event wasn't as profitable for our philanthropies as as it normally is. Um, well, we had a Duncan booth for the Girl Scouts too. The Girl Scouts ran that. Okay, that let me let me clear. Most popular. The politicians okay. were in the dunking booth, not the Girl Scouts. Yes. <laughs> but we got to the point it, we it's good you make that delineation yeah. yes we were dunking girls we were going to charge people to get into the dunking booth just because it was so free 
Did you ever get in? I I wanted to, but I never got that opportunity. So mm. never got that opportunity. You know what opportunity oh, Tony did get that I, I don't know why he hasn't brought up yet the greatest moment of the fair. We have a watermelon eating oh. contest. Yes. <laughs> you are speaking to the reigning champ. Tony won so, it. I am actually undefeated every time I've ever been in that watermelon eating <laughs> contest. And if you ever get into you- a water into a watermelon watermelon eating contest there is a secret you don't actually have to eat the watermelon you just have to bury your face in and it and use your teeth to just just liquefy everything just <laughs> yeah but just don't don't do it. like the girl did last year or the guy one of the two that did it last year for the adult category would take big mouthfuls lean over and spit them out Yes, like quite obviously. If you go back and watch the video from last year's, uh, it is blatantly obvious. Really? Huh. We changed the setup this year because the these plastic tablecloths on the table, and you had your hands on the table. And as soon as they said gun, I just grabbed the tablecloth and pulled it all toward me so nobody else could reach their watermelon. And I was just <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't allowed to. So if they tested; they were disqualified, and none of them could reach their watermelons. So. so now, so now, table cloths to the table. You can't do that. Tony, every year you come up with a different trick. Eventually, you're going to run out. The, the I don't know. Came in, the, the the lady that came in second was a little bitty thing, and she, she they almost we almost she almost, almost beat you. Her. Yes, really, that would have been impressive. Well, one of the judges insists that she did beat you, but that judge is also your opponent. So, huh. <laughs> uh, like an unbiased opinion. Oh yeah, we're having a good time right. with the political campaign down here. So. Well, I mean, that heat was all politicians, so, I mean, I feel like every judge is biased. Yeah. Probably. Uh, it's... Anyway. It, they, they're both good events, and we both survived them. The best part about the second one was the crowd was way down, so after it was over, the food guy brought us enough leftover oh, oh. carny food to make up for the first event being sold out. And... Uh, they, he made us a fresh batch of jungle juice, and then he hung out with us for a little while, which is two corn does that. It's the greatest moment of my life. Yep, yep. Um, and then I drank the jungle juice, and then at some point, uh, the sound guy asked at some time in the morning if anybody was going to be here. He needed to take his trailer and come back for another load, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be here." And then I laid down on a picnic table. <laughs> And I don't remember anything that happened until he got back. <laughs> and I don't know who was there, who came, who left. So some of you guys, I don't know what kind of footage you have. But I'm putting you on the square now. Because if I took my clothes off like I did at the other event. Yeah. Actually, uh, I got to hold off on that. The city only keeps the tape from the cameras for so long. 
and no one's seen that yet, so I gotta wait till it rolls off. Uh, it's it not joking. We've got, we've got that. Oh, and the, well, we need a new inflatable group, but the volunteers, we, we, we actually have, what, 50 volunteers to help run this event that we pay. It's, oh yeah, the the bigger one, the bigger one's not just the lodge people. Like the bigger event, we we subcontract. We've got a church, <laughs> school booster teams, and whoever else that we we pay people like by the hour to volunteer for their group because that that second event's just so massive. We our lodge just couldn't handle it. Like no. we we hire volunteer kids to do it. Yep. And, by hire volunteer, I mean the There's kids are volunteering, and we're paying their group, sports team, or whatever. So it's it's fun um, and exhausting, and I'm glad that I don't have to think about it till next year. Except I do because I've got to start negotiating with that ACDC group, like now. Hey, bring them out! Bring them out to the second event on Friday night. I can. He wanted to. Uh, you told him no. I didn't. I didn't know he would bring that kind of people in. You know what's funny is like he'll show up at this other event and nobody will be there. It'll be like when we brought that that country act up from uh, from the deep south that we paid an arm and a leg for, and there were like six people. Is that the one right. that you made play in the rain because you paid so much yes. for him? Yes, <laughs> he played a private concert for like six of us in the rain. Harlow was out there just hollering, hey, we paid you dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> Basically. Oh, excuse me. Well, so cool. it was, I mean, we paid that, that country act more than we paid this ACDC group. Like, we yeah. we kind of bankrupted ourselves that year. Really? Um, so these events like this are, you know, they're a gamble. Like, some years they pay off really, really well. Other years you lose your shirt. And the problem is all the philanthropies that we support with these events, uh, local groups, charities, and so on, they're all still there with their handout every year, and they don't really understand the connection between how the fairs went and how much money they get from us. <laughs> um, so they, they'll like put in their budget, you know, like these guys gave us a few thousand last year, so we're just going to count on that this year, and then we give them a check for 200 bucks, and they're like, well, what the hell, guys? You're like you're lucky you're getting anything, and we're not charging you because we lost our shirt. Right. Except not Tony. People don't understand the crowd. They think, oh my God, these guys are just making bank. They don't realize either two thousand for the port or five thousand for all the bands, and you know, when you start adding it up, we have to we have to clear twenty grand ourselves to get a dime. So. Also, they don't see the two days they weren't there where it rained and nobody else was right. there. Yes. Right. And we and still we had still to pay all to pay, that money. We still had to pay people. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually I'm still, seven. after the show tonight, I've still got more bookkeeping to do. Because that's the other thing is when the fairs are over and I'm like, I'm glad that's over. And I always try to forget about the like two to three weeks of bookkeeping nightmare that comes after these are over. Uh, making sure everybody gets paid. And that you've accounted all the money correctly and you got to wait on different vendors to send you bills and the food guy to give you your check and Tony to turn in his receipts, which he usually does about November. Um, 
<laughs> hey, you're lucky because a lot of times seats or, or I'll have somebody that'll come up and pay for a booth or something. It goes into my wallet. Dad, you've sweated so much that everything is just soggy. <laughs> and I don't so seat at that point. Yeah. I have to dehydrate them. So rehydrate those. Now that the uh, now that the fairs are over, um, we were supposed to have a master mason degree at Lodge last week, and at the end of the second fair, the master said, uh, "Yeah, forget that. We ain't doing that." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was a good call, though. It was. He was a prudent master at that point. He might have had a revolt on his hands if it was like <laughs> three weeks in a row. And he's like, all right, we're done with this fair. Let's start getting ready for this MM. Uh, so he canceled uh, that. So instead, we had a uh, we had a fun fun night at Lodge. I don't know if it's because Tony wasn't there or because we were blowing off steam from the fair or, uh, or what the deal was. But it was, it was a fun night. We had our... We had our first... In the bylaws where we could just uh, make up things and pretend like we were superheroes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, we had our... So I told everybody, people have been nagging me about stuff I'm supposed to be doing for the lodge, you know, like a website and bylaws and yada, 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 yada. And I kept saying, you know, I, I got to get through the fair, man. I can't. I, it's, it's the fair. Well, now the fair's over and I don't even need more excuse. So um, we've had to start some of that stuff. So we had a bylaws committee meeting, the first bylaws committee meeting in our lodge. And I think, uh, what would you say, Tony, 30, 40 years? <laughs> we did we, the first or second year we did a bylaw change that's when we raised the dues yeah, yeah I don't the think problem the is, is the date on the bylaws is I don't older think, than that well, I don't think the committee, act, a committee actually met for that I think that was just a thing the lodge did um, okay I don't know that we've anyway we're doing a general revision and it's going to bring some brothers we've never seen or never see out of the woodwork so I'm kind of looking forward to meeting them um, when they show up to protest and yeah we we had some ideas from the show that uh, we tried to float into the bylaws and they they've been shot down already uh, you know like they didn't even make it past round one making our members wait uh, a certain period of time before they can join an appendant body, which I wanted John's opinion on. And now there's just an empty chair. I, agree wholeheartedly. I, he, I think he's doing oh, he's back the there John. Now is not the time to show off your impressive physique. Please come back to your chair. Set the cello down. Wait, 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 oh, wait, it's wait, a secret cello. Your What's liquor cabinet. That? That's Dude. a liquor cabinet, boys. Oh awesome. God. That's so cool. That is awesome. So, around and there is no fuckery here actually you 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 have so many cool things john so yeah i like my ulcer the most anyway (laughs) one of the ideas that we floated in the bylaws committee meeting was adding a thing to our bylaws you had to wait six months or a year before you could join an appendant body uh, and of course, we had a whole bunch of shriners in the room, and that got who, shot down who lost their shit I'm real sure. quick. Um, yeah, like super quick, like like within the first thirty. I didn't even finish like describing the proposed idea before it was just like, <laughs> yeah, this ain't gonna happen. Well, we made the mistake of inviting other people to the meeting. We should have had a preliminary meeting with just the three of us. Yeah. 
kind of sketched out what we wanted to do and things we all three agreed on before inviting Bob or, you know, other people to. What's funny is the, the very reason I suggested we do it in the lodge hall and not in the dining hall was to avoid exactly what happened in yeah, the but, lodge hall. <laughs> but so that's where Bruce was, and like the whole mob just kind of follows wherever Bruce is. I don't that's know why. True at all. Um, so the next meeting, Bruce, you got to sit out, and there's going to be me and Jeff. I think uh, it's because I'm the only person <laughs> who can bridge the gap between Bob and everyone else. Maybe. <laughs> what so, would penalty? Okay, if you make that your bylaw that you have to wait six months, and if somebody do you kick them out? What what would be the penalty? Uh, so to join an appendant body, that appendant body has to verify that you're in good standing with your lodge. Ah, so okay. Okay. Nope, not yet. And then you when the, the, the that's when you would just tell them like um, you know they're not in arrears, but they're not in good standing to join another body yet. They All will right, be in like good standing months. as of whenever. Um. Okay. That's that wouldn't be that hard to do, but uh, it's not going to happen. It got like way shot down. Uh, I think most the other one that's going to be was taken up with our favorite subject on the show, uh, which is you know <laughs> dues. George Washington. Dues. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll just skip that part. Um, and <laughs> uh, we we put in some cut at Grand Lodge stuff uh, about doing things for entered apprentices and fellow crafts. Uh, the Grand Lodge Bylaws Committee is going to fight me on it. I'm Doing leave, things. But, oh, well. You mean allowing them to participate in the Lodge? Well, we can't say that because that's not allowed in the state, but um, mm. our bylaws say that we'll do, well, they will say, that we do everything on the Entered Apprentice degree that's allowed to be done on the Entered Apprentice degree and just put it in there so whenever a future master wants to give me grief about something like we have a speaker or whatever i'll be like nope file i'll say it drop it down um what else were we doing that was of interest to the show See, that kills uh, me in our in our jurisdiction we can one day classes open on the first yep. oh, God, yeah well yeah because your jurisdiction you know understands why a secretary and treasurer is required for the entered apprentice degree and not the others Yes. Yeah. Ours ours hasn't figured that out yet. Um even though like at Grand Lodge for the past several sessions we've had like committees showing the delegates like copies of minutes from the 1850s and of course they're all on the entered apprentice degree to try to assuage the naysayers who talk about this is how we've always done it. And they're like no, no it isn't. Here's the Grand Lodge proceedings from the year when we changed it. And it's it still doesn't work. Because in Masonry, how we've always done it means how I've always done it. Yeah. And that's just how that is. We've been fighting that battle for six to eight years now. Yeah. Yeah, in, in this neck of the weeds, the only difference is you can't vote unless you're a master mason, but other than that. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean that's that's how it should be. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of want them to vote, but I'm not going to put the cart before the horse. Uh, <laughs> they are not sufficiently informed. To vote on business? Well, I mean, it depends. No, so an you entered can, apprentice... Wait, wait, wait. You cannot let an entered apprentice in to vote before the past match <laughs> the opportunity to absolutely flog the optimism out of that poor son of a bitch. 
That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they, they may have misguided ideas if they're not. Yeah, that makes sense. I um, have an idea. No. We also, the, the bad EA. Go sit down. We also went ahead and addressed. Nobody can hear you. What Deep happened? Op orc. Uh-uh. I, I don't know. Uh, we also tried to take a stab at one-day classes that don't exist here yet, but they probably will one day. So uh, we, we're trying to get it put in that uh, that our lodge will not send any of our candidates to a one-day class, and nor will any members of our lodge participate in a one-day class. I don't know how, how we can enforce that second part, but we're going to try to put it in there anyway. We tell them. Check. Also, Check. Harlan, I'm, I'm shocked you're, you're leaving out, and I don't know if this is purpose or not, the most important of all the things we discussed, the secretary's salary. Oh, yes. Um, I wanted to... Woefully underpaid at our lodge. Well, yeah, because that got into a discussion. Everybody started talking about how much secretaries at other lodges got paid, and I just kept getting more mad, so then I change the subject well, I, I love how everybody in our lodge was like the the amount he gets paid seems fair and then i started pulling out the numbers that all the lodges like in our district yeah that the secretaries get paid and it's what like five times as much or uh, more? that would be that that would be the smallest one yeah right and they were all like the wow, why is that so much money and then we're like because our dues are nothing this is one of the multitude of reasons we need to raise dues. And they're like, no, we're not raising dues. And then, of course, we came back to the beginning of the circle and nothing got accomplished. Yeah. So um, all I was trying to get put in was because uh, my, quote, salary doesn't. So I get paid a dollar per member per year. And that's it. And that's supposed that's to cover postage and stationery and ink and everything else that i deal with so and of course it it doesn't not not even close and um what i what i push for instead was well can the secretary and treasurer if we can't bump their salary they should at least have like expensability so that they can get reimbursed for this crap please uh, some of your dues are at least permitted uh yes yes they are um at least we do that for our secretary. Yes, that's a that's all that's it. But I mean, at least we well, do that. but but your secretary gets his expenses reimbursed, right, for stationery oh, yeah. and stamps and all that. Yeah, I mean, provided he learns to write. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he so will. in our lodge, you don't. Uh, so because your salary is supposed to cover all that stuff. Well, if you think about one dollar per member, well, I send out more than two letters per year, so that You're salary broke. doesn't even cover the stamps. Um, so I think the salary increase wouldn't wouldn't carry, but I think the reimbursing of expenses will will make it. So we're gonna get that. Um, not not for myself as much as things like this make it very unattractive to be the secretary. And I'm trying to do everything I can to make it a job that somebody else will want to do. Um, Tony, so, I just heard a zipper. What the hell are you doing? I don't know, but we got a view of the ceiling fan and stuff is bumping around. I thought I thought y'all had me on mute. No, you crashed out. 
Tony, you put yourself on mute, remember? Oh. <laughs> uh, Am I oh, I missed this show. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So, um, that's... Oh, there's been so many other things that have happened in the intervening weeks uh, that I, I, I don't even know... I don't even know where to begin, y'all. <laughs> Well, I I totally agree with your push to make newly raised members wait before joining the appended bodies. I think at least a year. I completely and wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, no, it's it's a good idea. Of course, it was. It was my idea, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it got shot down summarily. Like, there's not a chance in hell of that passing. So we're not even going to put it in the draft. Like, oh yeah, as soon as a Shriner catches a whiff of that from anywhere, you're toast. Yeah, and like all of the purple people eaters here are Shriners. So mm-hmm. Yeah, they would find some reason why you're not even allowed to do that. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, most of our white hats, hats are, uh, I should let me rephrase that, most of our past potentates are all white hats. Yep. I think with the exception of like two. So what we so, might try to insert instead is just—it probably doesn't belong in the bylaws, and we may just make it a just lodge tradition where um, you can't solicit membership in appendant bodies during our master mason degrees. I think that's yeah. probably not too much of a stretch. Oh, that's definitely yeah, no. <laughs> Even still, we can just simply enforce that by the master, just simply yeah. saying, "Hey, hey our bylaws do this. you can't do this, and you're in our lodge, so please don't do this." So in in, time. in my this is funny because in my jurisdiction for the last handful of years they've done what's called the uh, well if I name it that'll really put a bullseye on it a a large teepee event <laughs> um, <laughs> basically what it is is it's a one day to masonry where the shrine ceremonial now you can't petition a appended body. Until your master mason says that in our code, but for the last handful of years, will and pleasure the worshipful, most worshipful master. They basically went, eh, we'll let it slide this one day. Yep, and that's uh, so seeing that sort of thing coming is why we're putting in the uh, the pro- prohibition against our lodge sending our candidates to any one day event. Um, so. If you want to be initiated, passed, and raised in our lodge, then you will do it proper, the traditional way. What we didn't want to do is we didn't want to make a prohibition on one-day classes, period. Because if some guy goes through one, you know, he didn't know any better, and we don't want to, like, punish him for that. So we're trying to make it so our lodge just won't send anybody. But I guess if those one-day classes want to send us guys, well, you know. That's not their fault, so we'll deal with it. Uh, but there, there hasn't been much talk in our jurisdiction about one-day classes yet. It's just I see them starting to happen in all the states around us, so I know it's coming. Whether it's five oh, years yeah. or ten years, it's coming. I say I did the one-day to the three order, four orders of the commandery, and I still... I mean, granted, that it's the body I'm probably the most active in, or at least was. <laughs> um uh, but uh, I still agree with doing them one at a time and putting your time, putting your licks, and and soaking in 
everything from one ritual before you start getting flooded with the next. Yep. I did the Scottish Rite in a reunion. It was it was three days spread over two weekends, and it was still entirely, entirely too dense. Yeah, yeah. I did the five obligatories for the Scottish Rite in one day, and that was. I I remember thirty seconds of every one of them. That's it. That's what we do now. Uh, we do a lot of one day reunions where we just pack in, you know, seven eight degrees, and that's. Here's your bag of stuff. Thanks for your money. Hope we see you right. Um, but we're getting better. So we got the VMAP guys, and we've got some new leadership, and there there is a big push for not doing that as much. Uh, it's just going to take some time to roll it back. Like we didn't get here in a day, so it's going to take a while to get back to our former glory. Um, so what have you been up to, John? While we were out doing the fairs, since you know you weren't out drinking the jungle juice with us. No, let's see. I, uh, Minnesota. I went to our Grand York Rite session. Uh, I went there as our, for Grand Commander, as the Grand Generalissimo of my state. And I left there as a schmuck. <laughs> that, that really blows. How, now, if, how many years were you in that line? Six. Now, if you wow. hadn't left as a as a schmuck as you were, you would be the Grand Commander this year, right? I'd be the Deputy Grand Commander this year. Oh, okay. Deputy Grand. Okay. Yeah. So, why do you, do we even want to get into the why of that? Maybe that's not a good show thing. So. Meh. It's what happens when uh, past Grands still retain voting rights, and many of them have chronic cases of diaper rash. All right, so John, I, like I, I just I gotta ask straight up because it's been bugging me ever since you said it. Does it have anything to do with this show? Yeah, I can't put my finger on it. Although rumor is that the Grand Encampment thumbed the scale slightly. So, but that that might have been me button heads with the guy who's now the Grand Commander of California, who I will point out is actually very upset that I did not get progressed in the further up in the line. Huh. He actually, after arguing with a guy online, he actually backs me. Uh, huh. or at least wow. it seems that way. So at least there's that. But well, somebody who respects the the idea of the free exchange of ideas, which is supposed to be something that we're about, right? Which is supposed to be all of us. Yeah, right. literally every single one of us. Right. So a tip of the hat to Right Eminence or Night Greg out of California. Great. For his name again, you 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 broke up during Greg. 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 I can't remember Greg's last name off the top of my head. I've had a long day already. We salute you, Sir Greg. I know somewhere back in your cool cello box or somewhere else in your collection of manly things, you've got a a round hat box with a with a little pillbox cap in it. Yes. Saying, you know, we're still here for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're not (laughs) the first person to point that out. Um, and you know, we don't have these kind of problems because we know the rules of engagement up front. Yeah, it's big a guy don't like it. Ain't going to the, the rules of engagement, I guess, being stay anonymous for five plus years. No, well, the yeah. uh, so in the Scottish Rite, every every well, so we have some elected things, but like the the actual leadership's all appointed from up top. So yeah, you don't do this six year dance and then have the rug pulled out from under you. Like, if the guy up top doesn't like you, then you don't waste your time because 
you know that up front. Gotcha. Well, the, the funny part is anybody that's the three principal officers in a commander, you have a vote. We had a bunch that didn't show up. If you're a past commander of a commander, you retain a lifetime vote. Um, you know how many I, when they did the math, approximately how many I lost by? How many? Three. What was it? Less. Wow. Five or less. Oh, wow. That's a- and I had I had five, at least five guys that said, yeah, I'll be there, and they weren't. Oh, so you're giving those guys hell, I hope. They're no, buying I'm just not. And stuff. I'm not talking to them. Uh, well. I'm just, now I'm just doing shit with the shrine. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, I, that round hat I was talking about, John, was a different kind of hat, but I guess that works too. Yeah, you didn't give the height dimension yes. with the round hat. The short hat, round so. hat that has the, the same diameter from top to bottom. Got Understood. <laughs> um no I, I do hate to hear that though and, and as bruce mentioned like we've both kind of been sort of slumped about it out of concern that maybe you're uh hanging out with us after lodge had something to do with it and yeah, and if it did fuck him you wouldn't be the first person who we've burnt through being an acquaintance with um yeah, yeah kind of kind of comes with uh hanging around with us all uh, right yeah, I have always said, now. you know, we don't mind so much what happens to us, but we don't want to bring anybody else down with us unless, of course, they're assholes. Well, I mean, you're not an asshole. So everybody that hangs out with us either ends up well, in jail I'm just a very asshole. homeless or, you know, not dead yet. But fortune doesn't really follow our associates. Eh. Uh, That's right. I have a wonderful habit of cheesing off the past grand commanders, too, because... Yeah, about a quarter of them did good work, and the other, maybe not so much, or at least didn't work. Well, that's kind of the other thing—you rock the boat a little too much. Um, there's, there's been rather prominent stories of that within the the Grand Lodges in various states uh, that we won't go into because you've all heard them before. Somebody gets a little too, uh, what's the word, uppity, hopey, changey. <laughs> You know, forward thinking. Right. Doesn't go Optimistic. well. Big hatted. Yeah. Yeah. So I just try oh. to keep my head low in my own lodge now these days. And that's working out on, well for me. On another variant of a recurring story line, since I've in, uh, joined the podcast, my good friend from down in Alabama, uh, the guy who's now suspended indefinitely, his buddies have started fogging me through instant messenger, just, <laughs> just trying to raise shit with me about once a week. Well, and these are other, that's, yeah, these are yeah, members of the craft. Funny. You've got a fan club, as I call it. Yeah, yeah. And these so, are other members of the craft, which makes me scratch my head. I mean, it's eco boosting. I used to have my own hate site, and I wore that as like a badge of honor. Uh, it's gone now, but right on. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's crazy how much, how how different masonry is, and and other places than than your own. And yeah. you know, I'm sure it's just a giant coincidence, but it always seems to be the southern states. It's weird. Mm, wonder why? I don't know. Like I said, I'm sure it's a coincidence every time. 
Huh. I've actually got a lot of, I dare say, like at least online friends now down in Alabama from the original hootenanny sticking up for the guy. So I can verify that most of the Masons down below that Mason-Dixon line are probably pretty solid. Most it's good. just the, the yeah. ones that aren't just, you know, talk really loudly because they don't have any teeth in their mouth to stop their tongue. Well, <laughs> they must be the most vocal. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I'd also point out, Bruce, that Ohio is not technically a southern state and they wish <laughs> they mess up all the time. So uh, not just in masonry, just in general. It's, it's Ohio. All right. Well, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun getting everybody back together again after Lodge. Uh, it was a lot of fun Saturday, actually having a real after lodge thing after being tied up with these fairs and everything else for months. Mm-hmm. This past weekend was the first time we all bantered around after lodge till whenever it was in the AM that I stumbled out of there. I I, I don't even know. It's a bit earlier than normal. <laughs> Everybody kept saying like, "All right, I'm going home," and then you'd see them like an hour later, like still talking to somebody. <laughs> and like, I thought you were leaving. Like that happened to like four or five different guys. I'd be like, "Well, he's gone," and they're like, "No, he's not. He's out on the front porch." Wait, really? It sounds like the Min- the uh, Minnesota goodbye. Three yeah. hours later. Yeah, it was about like that, and that that's how that's like the after lodge of yore. That's how it used to be. So it was it was a lot of fun to have one of those nights. That's nice. It wasn't just uh, it wasn't just two or three guys. I mean, there was there was quite a party there for a while. Um, I mean, by the end, it was just two or three guys again, but. I mean, sometime into the AM, there was still like ten of us. So that was uh, that was nice. I I hope that we get to do more of that as the summer wanes on, without fears and such hanging over our heads. I thoroughly enjoy that. It's one of the biggest parts of why I go to lodge in the first place. That's why we started this show. Literally, I like that's literally why. <laughs> right. Yes, that is the after lodge method of lodge success. Um, if we could throw in some some Shriner type festivities, then you know there wouldn't be any appended bodies. Everybody just be at lodge. I'm sounding like Scotty now. By the way, that's a he's been still catching flack on the social media about his uh, ending the prohibition of alcohol campaign that he's on. Oh, I thought you meant about the firearms thing. Oh no. no! Oh Christ! What's going? What the hell's going on? He's on the wrong side of both of those arguments, and oh. well, no, I don't. No, know. we're on the same side of one of them. I mean, I'm all about the end of prohibition too. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's he's got such an idealistic view of it. Oh well, yeah, like like, like every time he leaves a lodge, convinced that he's he's changed the state's mind. Oh yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, and, and he does, he does tend to, I think, put a little more stock in the value of, of ending prohibition than there might actually be. Like, it's not going to fix all of Masonry's woes or even most of them, or even a lot of them. It'll fix like one fix or two some things. It's not going to fix all of it. Right. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's not wrong. He's definitely yeah. right, but. It's not going to make the lodges fill up again and make everybody embrace masonry and do what we're supposed to do. You, you can't just do that with beer. Um, but, well, I don't know. John's giving me that look. <laughs> John like, has given us a funny look right now. Like, no, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, yeah, you can. 
I'm a shrine. I, I, I'm lo- well. No, no. We oh yeah. We drink in the lodge. Well, not during lodge, but yeah. We've had. I've I've always had a private. You drink in the lodge. Room. No, 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 no. Before or after? Well, we recommend waiting till after. However, yeah. Bef- before it has happened. I hope you do more than recommend, John. Well, but well, you so know. your state doesn't have any issues with that. Like in our state, you can't even have alcohol on the lodge grounds. Like when we rent our building out to like neighbors for birthday parties and stuff, they can't have alcohol. Yeah, like ours has been so. It used to not be a big deal. The current grandmaster has basically said absolutely not, except for maybe this and except for maybe that, because there's no concrete ruling on it by him. Um, so in another six months, it'll change. But I mean, because we have ta- we have festive boards and table lodges that have an alcohol at. That's old hat. I mean, that's is what it is. Yeah, so we do that. Uh, my other lodge does that anyway, which, uh, by the way, Bruce, one of the things that came up Saturday after you left was a bunch of guys went our lodge to do a festive board table lodge thing now somewhere. I'm down. Um, no, we, have, we, we have a table lodge first degree. We have an EA. See, that would be awesome. But what we have to do really? to do that, yeah. is we have to go. So we go to a, a restaurant somewhere and get like the private upstairs room to do our festive boards and we can't have a table lodge there because that would be an official lodge opening and then there'd be alcohol and that's like a no, no. So we do our festive boards by just saying this isn't lodge and we're in a restaurant and no one's wearing anything to indicate this is a lodge function. So leave us alone. Um, yeah, Yeah, we actually have in Minnesota is written by, uh, Anderson, and I can't remember his first name. Uh, we have a, a ritual award, uh, international ritual award named after the guy, and he wrote a first degree fellow craft or entered apprentice table lodge. And we have a lodge in our jurisdiction that does it every year. They put on this enormous dinner, scotch eggs, a, a, a prime rib, all the whole nine, and they do it every year. And it's I haven't yet to be able to go because it never worked out my schedule, but it's just like this epic opportunity. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's alcohol, dinner, proper EA degree. Um, Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. From, from what I've been told it is and my, my lodge just moved into that lodge's building. So we'll have to take part in it for sure. One day here, one day, I mean, maybe uh, two weeks after I'm dead, but one day, uh, when nobody remembers what prohibition is, <laughs> uh, it's 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 just so silly. Like when I explain it to people who aren't part of the fraternity here, it just sounds silly. <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, thought you guys said you weren't Baptists. When you got the West Virginia is right next door. I mean, let's. Just face it, that's the home of moonshine. Yes. Outside of, of Ireland. To the south. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, it, we'll get there. It kills me. Actually, Bruce, I guess that's the next uh, big thing on the, the After Lodge radar is, uh, you know, Grand Lodge is coming up uh, in the fall. I can't think of other big events on the radar before then. 
One's been into request off work for that. Let's what? not forget uh, election night in December when uh, I don't have to listen to Brother Squared anymore. Horse <laughs> pull, Brother it, Squared. It's not going to get better for you, buddy. I'm, I I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, I take that back. It may, but it's it's going to take some disruption for it to. Mm. Hey, I've already been warned to, to prepare for another seat in the East. Really? Yes. This is going to be number four? Yeah, that w- it, it would be number four. I think my answer was, uh, fuck no, was exactly what my answer was. Just that's appropriate. No. Right. I mean, you, you, you should have said that after two, but it's, you know, it's too late should've for that. Said, so. but... It's no better time than the present. Right. To well? turn down that chair. So we we have a our, my lodge has a home and we've got money in the bank. I'm done. There you go. You did your job. Yes. Three times. All right. Well, yep. I'm uh I'm gonna suggest that we we pack it in, fellas. Um, it's been fun seeing all y'all, but I'm gonna try to get the show posted tonight so that we don't have six weeks in between a recording and a posting. Well, I think Tony fell asleep and hit the close button on his uh, on his browser. So, I think his yeah, wife. Found it, out he was I'd say it's about that time. <laughs> Part of my look was he had that CPAP strapped to his face. So, yeah, he's out. Could be. I mean, it is like three hours past his bedtime. <laughs> Being old sucks. I love time zone differences. Yeah, you're not that far behind us, right? We're. Two hours? Yeah. East Coast. Just are you one. Not, are you Central Time? Just one, really? Yeah, Central. Yeah, I'm not Mountain. Where the hell? Is I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm, I'm terrible at geography, John. Yeah, you, think Bruce, I'm, you think I'm in Grizzly territory? Bruce draws the map of the country, and it's like this weirdly shaped back half of a fish because he forgot. Listen, that, there are seven liberal arts. Geography is not one of them. No, but Masons are encouraged to study astronomy, geography, and navigation. Um, but you know, a lot of all three are the linchpins of. So Bruce's people a long time ago walked west, and they encountered the Mississippi, and then said, "Ah, this is far enough." And exactly, and then we turned around and came back. Then. Yeah. So everything on the other side of that river doesn't exist. It's like a different world. <laughs> it's all made up. Uh, we can't go over there. It's crossing into Mordor. Every time I even say the word California, I put air quotes around it. No, you laugh. <laughs> but when you think about it, it was it would have been in our, I guess maybe our great grandfather's time when that was actually kind of true. Like, don't cross the Mississippi because it's Mordor over there. Nice. Uh, it was just the unknown wilderness, right? I mean, we, we just had some I mean, lines drawn on a map, and that was... Kind of what the Oregon Trail was. Yeah, just... That'd be more, probably more like great-great-great-grandfathers. And, well, right. it was that long. I mean, I, it, it was the mid... It, it was unknown to us pale faces. The mid-19th century, I mean, we knew about it. Like, we'd sent explorers and pioneers and stuff, but it was still just uncharted wilderness for the most part, right? Like, even during the Civil War and afterward... My state's been around for almost 200 years. What are you? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, your state was lines on a map for 200 years. <laughs> Doesn't mean anyone lived there 100 years ago. We're going to curtain off the section of trees in this pond <coughs> and uh, we're going to name it something in there. Yeah, I mean, it was it just it was a territory. Like you guys weren't even a state till. Well, I guess it was. I don't know when. When did your state get state? We fought in the Civil War, Lincoln. Okay, so it was eighteen. Uh, yeah, I mean, so. look, it's 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 an Indian word, right? Like all the states that are Indian words. Uh, uh, careful with that, Bruce, because uh, we'll talk about that after the show. Yeah, what tried to say to me. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that after the show. And that that was incredibly insensitive, John, and I did not laugh because I am not a racist. Okay. Are we done here? I don't need ourselves in trouble. Not that hard. All right. Uh, Where's Nick to cut me off on my outro? Did he (laughs) bail on us again? Thankfully, not here. I'm a little disappointed you even mentioned him. (laughs) Uh, Like this morning, he said he was going to be on. And six minutes after the show was supposed to start, he's like, oh, no, I can't make it, guys. Sorry. Well, when he made that little announcement this afternoon and said you were going to be bad, I was expecting that to be what he was going to announce. I was Which, I mean, surprised. Made me, made me so, mad, but that's neither here nor there. Bruce, the bylaws of the show probably need revised, too, and we can put something in about that. Yeah, but if we if we enforce, like, if you miss too many episodes, then we'd have to kick John off. The problem is... No, he's, he's kind of got a point. I've missed a couple. John has a good reason for the shows that he misses, and that reason is because Nick is on. So, <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame him no. for missing those episodes. Well, let's be perfectly honest. The last two you guys recorded on site, and the one before that, I was at a grand session. So, at least I no, have that didn't. going for me. Uh, we well, you were supposed to record them on site. Yeah. yeah. So, turns out we need somebody who's actually at a computer to run the Hangouts recording because it doesn't work well on mobile. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have anybody because we were all remote. Um, but we can try to amend the bylaws, Bruce. The problem is our, our bylaws are just a, a black and white scan of Jason's ass and it says no <laughs> amendments. So, I don't know how you get around that, but I'll find a way. Yes. Rules of incorporation are on a oh, on I'm a trying bar to find towel and the Secretary of State to get our corporate documents. Uh, I now know that nobody looks at those. <laughs> so somebody's gonna go pull our records and like, oh, the After Lodge podcast. Let's look at their charter. What the hell is that? Is that an ass? <laughs> it's either that. Why is it so hairy? I'll, I'll pay for the filing fee just to put that on the books. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the name of that oh, black yeah. hole at the center I'm of the sending. galaxy? Uh, Alpha Star <laughs> or whatever? Did we finally get a picture of it? Alpha Centauri? No, Alpha Centauri is a galaxy. It's something star. I forget the name of it. Centauri is uh, a star. Yeah, no, it's something star. Like The name of it has star in the name. It's the black hole at the center of the galaxy, but I forget the what we call it. If my six-year-old was down here, he'd be able to tell us. Yeah. Um, I watch too much Science Channel trying to follow. Magnetar, I think. No. No, a magnetar. That's the type of a star. There's a a black hole in the center of the Milky Way, and it's called something star. I just forget the the name. I'm Googling because we can't end the show now until I know. Sagittarius A. Sagittarius A star. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. 
That's what I was looking for. It's like I knew I'd find it. But um yeah, so our bylaws could be a picture of that, but I'm pretty sure it's just Jason's ass. So um on that pleasant note, this is the end of episode two hundred two of the Method Lodge <laughs> Podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Three distinct knocks stop fest. Uh three distinct noises <laughs> dot something. Anyway. Um, you can find our charter and scan of Jason's posterior <laughs> at the Pennsylvania Secretary of State's office. And, uh, you can hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, a lot of those guys are also on the Freemasonry Discord server, but I'm not. Neither is Bruce, so hang out with those guys. But I'm a lot of what's a, what's a Discord? I don't know, but it sounds like people aren't getting along. So, uh, right? Yeah. I don't, don't want to be a yeah. part of it. It sounds like Fortune yeah. for the crabs. True. Ooh, that's what this show was when it started. Right. <laughs> you can find find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Hang out with us on. Or, shoot, no, I said that. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, uh, My Freemasonry, and everywhere else that podcasts are sold. And you can find us on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. So until next week, brothers, thanks for hanging out After Lodge, and we'll see you next time. Later. Slacker. Girls just can't keep up. I'm a real machine. I've had far better sex while in jail. Chiseled from stone. I'm a cheat and a liar, 
no woman's desire. I'll probably die cold and alone. But just give me a chance, cause deep down inside, I swear I got a big heart of gold. I'm a monogamous man, no more one night stand. Come on, honey, let me take you home. So kiss me.